Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings. Welcome in hour two of the program here. Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith show with me, Mike Harmon. There's no Jason Smith tonight. It's our buddy Ryan Hollins. Ten years in the NBA. Analyst with the Rockets and here, of course, giving us his time and brilliance on Fox Sports Radio, uh, breaking down all things playoffs and, and whatever else we decide to spin on our fingers like Magic Johnson did at the beginning of the Magic Hour all those years ago. See what I did there? All, oh, live from the TireRack.com studios. <laughs> all of this and more. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, anytime I can inject Magic Johnson into the proceedings, we've won. You're the best, man. (laughs) (laughs) We we leave no uh, pop culture stone unturned as we go through on a big Friday night. Denver two-point lead on Phoenix here. 9.07 left in the second. Uh, And 
Well, you know, the odd, even thing, I, I bring up, you know, I'm a, I'm a little older than you, Ryan, so I can bring up the greatness that was a, a man by the name of Brett Saberhagen in the 80s for the Royals, where he had series of years where it was a Cy Young year, then a, eh, all right, kind of year, followed by another Cy Young year. Well, that's what we're getting right now. Jamal Murray giving a, a little bit of juice back into the offense for the Nuggets after a dismal game, too, 5 of 10 from the field to lead the Nuggets with 12 points thus far. Jokic with his customary uh, potpourri, right? He's got a, uh, he goes to the buffet in the stat line, 5, 4, and 7 thus far. Suns playing without Chris Paul once again. Uh, So Devin Booker said, you know what? Jump on my back. I gotcha. 8 of 10 from the field, 18 points thus far. Kevin Durant, he's perfect from the foul line. And he's heading there again as we open up hour two of the show. He's one of nine from the field. One of nine. Well, here's the thing. Devin Booker is the one that's in his prime. So it's not to say that, you know, Kevin Durant's not Kevin Durant anymore, but he's been a little hobbled this season. And I think what people forget is just because Kevin Durant, his skill set translates. So even if he's not 100%, he's still highly effective. You just expect Kevin Durant just just turn on and go and he's never going to come out and complain but in reality you know if you look at the agents it's time for Devin Booker to step up he's the one in his prime he's the guy in a large part and reason and I'm I'm going to say not even a large part he's the reason that Kevin Durant went to Phoenix and one for Chris Paul with all due respect and one for Aiden it was for Devin Booker man because he believes Devin Booker's that guy well, and Aiton's a guy that wanted it out of town, uh, and he's really given you nothing in the box score thus far. Eight minutes of clogging up space, uh, no shot attempts, two boards, plus minus of one, zero points on the night. Uh, so he's always just he's a curious guy to watch, and I, I think that's that's the the line that we've kind of been running with the playoffs, Ryan. And we talked a little bit about last night when you joined Jason and I is between the battle and, and war of attrition the number of guys getting injured missing a half a game here or or extended periods right we go back to the first game of the Celtics and Sixers series where Embiid sits out and you get the heroics from Maxi and of course James Harden in his 45 that you're you're trying to pull the strings as a coach and training staff to see who's going to be up on a given day and then for those that do play it's the playoffs, so energy and effectiveness, home road splits, all of those things come into play where doing the old set it and forget it of what my stat line is going to be in my base, there's just wild variances. and I mean, it's what makes the games exciting, but for us trying to uh, apply logic and say, all right, well, we can, we can bank on this. You can't bank on anything except excitement in the fourth quarter and to have a bucket of popcorn at your side. The thing about playing in the playoffs that I learned, imagine for probably three or four hours just fighting for your life. Maybe not literally fighting, but that, that same adrenaline rush of the fans, uh, the game, the speed, just in that you're, you're at a heightened sense of uh, adrenaline and awareness. And then I say, come back and do it again. 
and then come back and do it again and again and again and again. And that's what people don't understand. That's why the playoffs, that's why guys so go, go so high and low. It's, it's the mental game. It's the, okay, how do I come back and how do I prepare myself again to be the same type of player? That's the tough thing. That's like the, the, the craziness of the playoffs. And then, you know, for the teams that make it into the finals, I mean, it's, it's darn near your entire summer. I remember I made it to the Eastern Conference Finals with Boston. And – I darn near miss the summertime, dude. Like it, it is that long. But you're in such a, it's such a, a mental battle, and that's why they say a lot of times experience is the key that wins out in a lot of these series. But that's why you're saying like, okay, well, how come that other guy didn't show up, or how come he's not consistent, or wow, this looks like a, a completely different team than we saw a, a, a night ago. Because man, that that's what it's like, man. It is hard to beat teams four times in a row in the playoffs. That's why we, we are just a hundred percent on. Whoever wins, that was the better team, and you can see it there. Well, just going night to night, right? Riding that wave of emotion and, and certainly trying to rise up. And, and yeah, it's, it's like doing, doing what we do here. Right? It's like, all right, whatever's exactly going on like in the that. outside world, you know, it doesn't matter. Once exactly. you enter the room, it's like, let's let's fire it up. Uh, and hopefully everybody's excitable here on the uh, program, listening nationwide, wherever you are. Thanks for being part of the extended family, the iHeartRadio app, our 400-plus affiliates, uh, FoxSportsRadio.com, however you're getting the content. Um, we're going to limit the amount of uh, Aaron Rodgers talk. We did a little of that with Jason Cole. Uh, I'm going to give most people the night off of Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, uh, if that's okay. Um, unless you have something profound you wish to add to the mix on Aaron Rodgers' talk. I'm, I just, I'm, I'm fine. I thought, I thought we were going Aaron Rodgers and next, and we were going to do that. No, no, no. That, that's that's if uh, I'm staging a coup. Those oh, are uh, – we'll, we'll still talk some Knicks, but because, uh, look, the NBA playoffs, and they're actually moderately interesting, uh, given that number one has already fallen. Uh, and they have to face, in theory, Jimmy Butler uh, in Game 3. That We'll get that tomorrow. We'll get into the series uh, in earnest as we go through the show. we got Dan Wojcicki from the L.A. Times joining us talking all things of that ebb and flow in the Lakers-Warriors series. And, you know, we'll get your insights as, as we, we go through, Ryan. But looking at the this Nuggets and Suns series uh, thus far, Nuggets with the 2-0 lead and the Suns without Chris Paul. I know uh, it's one of those here-we-go-again kind of situations. Again, going to the ebb and flow, the injuries, the histories. And to your point, I mean, you got into a movie because you were on the Celtics that late. So that's good. I did. I mean, you know, we, we celebrate Uncut Gems and your appearance therein. No hey. question about it. <laughs> <laughs> did did you like seeing that man? I honestly, I, I that meant a lot. The- Look, I love when we can say, "Hey, there's our guys." Dude, I didn't even know I was in the movie, and I'm watching. I'm like, "This is good," and then I'm like, "No, oh, that's me." <laughs> like, and, and now you claim that on your credits. I do. I I'm do. a host. I'm, MDB, I'm an man. analyst. I've done this. I've been in a movie, a highly heralded one. Hey, it, it it was. I enjoyed the movie. It was a good movie, and and what surprised me for those who Adam Sandler's like a bad guy. I'm not used to him being a bad guy in movies. I had to adjust to that. He plays a pretty good bad guy, and his dramatic stuff going all the way back to Rain Over Me with Don Cheadle, uh, Punch Drunk Love, all of those. Those were good movies. Just people might not have been ready. Uh, to see Adam Sandler not singing with a squeaky voice or being opera man. 
I'm playing an idiot in a movie. All right, I mean, I'm playing guys that are a little more nuanced and troubled, and and all of a sudden there's a problem. But uh, you got that. So you've got that on your your CV. They could never take that away from you. And and when when you find it, folks. You know, send it over at Swollen Dome. Let let us know what you think uh, as you go, or the Ryan Hollins uh, on Twitter. Uh, but for the Denver Nuggets, Nikola Jokic could have made the uh, the MVP argument once again. All right, that's asked, answered, and done. But this squad complete, more complete team than than we're seeing in these other squads. I mean, Phoenix. The one thing about the Durant trade was it left their bench. And that cupboard fairly bare, so a lot more onus on those starters to come up with heavy minutes and efforts. But for the Nuggets with Porter Jr. and Gordon, and even Porter Jr. didn't have much of an effect in Game 2, and a healthy Jamal Murray to go with KCP. Yeah, we can talk about KCP, Ryan Hollins. That you've got a squad that perhaps deeper than anything else we're seeing in in the West, which is why the the regular season rolls, but we're not just saying, all right, uh, new season, turn the page. Yeah, this is the healthiest that Denver's been, you know, since the bubble. You know, they were always going, man, if, if Porter Jr. was healthier, imagine when Jamal Murray gets back and his injury took a little longer than expected. And, you know, Jokic, I mean, honestly, just, I don't know what the criteria for MVP is. We don't won't go down that road right now. Hey, in, man, in you move segment. the needle however you feel, feel okay. you need to. I think but, it seems to year to year. My point is they're healthy and you're seeing their depth. And this is the best team that Denver's had. This is their best shot at a championship since Carmelo Anthony was there with Chauncey Billups and those boys. And he went pound for pound against Kobe Bryant, the the the, the prime, some of one of Kobe's prime teams where they ended up losing. So um, ultimately, I, I think it's wide open. We talked about the Celtics earlier uh, in, in the show and how they had a chance to win a championship because of their depth. And you know, hey, it's, a lot of people don't think that Denver's for real, but they just come out and they grind. They play hard they do little things i i played for coach mike malone and he's as, as tough knows the coach as thorough uh, a a honest coach as you can find like like look i'm telling you we'd be in the in the locker room and mike malone would just call it how it is and sometimes you get coaches that are shy they don't want to embarrass guys they don't want to put you on the spot but mike malone you appreciate his honesty because he's going to tell you exactly what he needs from you and he's going to push the the right buttons and it looks like it's working here but hey man phoenix has woken up they're motivated and they know shoot they're essentially a game away from elimination and the great Kevin Garnett, one of the things he taught me during that playoff run that I was with him in Boston, he said, listen, young fella, the hardest thing you will ever do is what? Hardest thing you're ever going to do in your life is e- <laughs> not in basketball, in your life, dude. That's what he said, is eliminate a team out the playoffs because it's almost like putting somebody in a chokehold. They get this, this superhuman, powerful strength to have that one last fight, that one last effort to hang around. And you're seeing this right here from Phoenix, and they're, you know, they're going at Denver, man, and trying to take care of their home crowd. Many a heel thought they were taking down Hulk Hogan only to watch him hulk out and turn things around for the eventual (laughs) leg drop. You're damn right, Ryan Hollins. Uh, At the Ryan Hollins where you find him on Twitter. That and you got to call him Mike. Everybody else has to call him Michael. He gets mad at you anymore. So good for you that you have that relationship with good old Mike Malone there. (laughs) (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon. No Jason Smith tonight. We got our buddy Ryan Hollins in for Jason talking some NBA. We've got Phoenix now with a 13-point lead over Denver. An explosion here late in the second quarter. Joining us on the hotline to talk all things NBA playoffs and the all-important Game 3 Lakers-Warriors lament the season that has been for the White Sox. Okay, that's just a passing glance from me. Uh, and so much more. It's our buddy Dan Wojcicki at Dan Wojcicki Sports, where you find him. I saw him on Spectrum Sportsnet the other night, sitting in the middle and running point. That's, That's right. what I he does. Middle. What's up, buddy? Middle. 
Mike, uh, one game winning streak for the White Sox. By there the way. we go. The long road begins with that first step. Baby. Let's go. They're hot right now. Yeah, no, break, break them up. You know, they're they're really <laughs> we're 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 really on our way to like one thirty one and thirty one. I really think is where I think they're about. They've got like a hundred twenty game winning streak right in front of them. Look at that from from your lips to uh, somebody's eternal, ears that can make that happen. Eternal optimist. Eternal optimist. No, it's you're good. Sitting, you're working with eternal. Brian Hollins tonight, by the way. Congratulations. With a legend. Up, bro? You know, like, here's the thing about Ryan Hollins. Used to own a jazz club. Like, was always very, very nice about inviting the writers through. Um, the reason why we never came is, like, I he, like I never trust food from, like, someone who's that skinny. <laughs> <laughs> well, he burns through it, though. Ryan, Ryan doesn't look like he eats. Like I'm telling you, and like by the way, I have seen him eat. It's disgusting. First of all, <laughs> so what you're saying is that a three man uh, trip down to Portillo's in Buena Park could cause a considerable amount. But, of like, is that what I, you're Ryan, Ryan is the world's greatest athlete to have chili cheese pumping through his veins. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! Hey Ryan, good to see you, man. What's up, dude? See how it went right there. All right, so we're tied one-one. We had the, you know, gamesmanship, uh, and in game two with Looney uh, under the yeah. weather, we got the the Greens getting after it. Jamichael with his fifteen, and Draymond on the defensive end, and Anthony Davis superhuman in game one. The poison pens sure as hell came right back out. Yeah, no, it was um, it was both like kind of surprising and also totally predictable all at the same time. Which is like my way of saying I still really have no idea what to expect moving forward in this series. I thought Game One to me, guys, was fascinating because typically like something gives, right? Like both teams aren't able to play their style. Both teams aren't able to do what they want to do. I mean, Game One, it was like no, like everybody did what they wanted to do. Like the Lakers got, you know, to the free throw line. They got Anthony Davis going. Um, the Warriors, like, you know, after seriously three days of the Lakers talking about how they're going to limit three-pointers, like the Warriors got up 30 in the first half, 53 in the game. Poole got hot. Clay got hot. Steph got hot. And, you know, the Lakers sort of identity went out. And, you know, you, you come out of that game thinking like, well, okay, well, if they were able to do what they wanted to do once, surely they can figure out a way to do what they want to do again. And, and certainly there was a lot of room for growth and, you know, they, they hadn't shot the ball well. And then they come out and they shoot the ball well in the first quarter, they go up seven and then they just get bulldozed, you know, um, Anthony Davis, not the same player on either end of the floor. You wonder if it's fatigue, you wonder if it's scheme, or you wonder if it was a combination of both. I think was a complacency with like kind of going there and just like getting one, um, a lot of factors, I think, but, but you know, certainly the Warriors were able to, to dictate the terms of game two, which for me, like as someone who like watches series and tries to figure out what's going to happen, sort of like undermines the success in game one. <laughs> you know, so, so look, if the Warriors can again play their style moving forward, that's, that's bad news for the Lakers. And if, but if, you know, the Lakers can get the line that they can shoot 25 free throws, if they can get Anthony Davis easy looks, rolling to the rim and, and you know, get, get the Warriors into some foul trouble, um, that bodes well for them too. So I basically feel like we wasted our time with the first two games because I know nothing. <laughs> in that second game, <laughs> Dan, in the second game, LeBron looked like 
noticeably frustrated. Do yeah. you think that was him trying to rally the troops? Do you think there's anything we can glean from that? What did he, what did he look like post-game? I, I, any different than what, what you're used to seeing all season long? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, look, right, like I think part of the reason was he played great in the first half, you know, and I think one of the things uh, as you get older is like, you know, he can't be that every night. So when he is sort of like, quote, unquote, vintage LeBron, like you want everybody else to come along with you, and, and really only Rui Hachimura did. And, and so I think there was a little frustration with that. Um, but look, I, I think they also, you know, I mean, LeBron has been on the other end of some like Golden State avalanches, and he also knows that like, like how good Steve Kerr is at this. You know, like there, there was always like, and, and this is one of those hard things because like separating like how good a coach is from the team and the talent around him is like impossible. Um, but. But, like, I think the stat, guys, that stuck out with me most these last few days is that um, the Lakers are trying to do something that no one has ever done in the Western Conference, and that's beat Steve Kerr in a playoff series. It's never happened since he's been with the Warriors. He makes the playoffs, he goes to the finals. You know, it it is a crazy stat. There's nothing has gotten in the way. There's been nothing but weird has happened. It's just always been Golden State has found a way. And the reason I think a huge reason is because of things like in game two, where he, you know, was a master of adjustments. Like, yeah, I like the Jamichael green change and like them going smaller, getting an extra shoot on the court. It mattered. Um, but I, but I really think the bigger difference is on the defensive end where they like, they just locked Anthony Davis out of that game. They disrupted his rhythm so much. He didn't impact the game on defense either. It, it was probably AD's worst game of the playoffs. And um, I think a lot of that credit goes to the Warriors. Well, to that that end, the frustration, we watched it carry over. LeBron getting after the officials quite a bit in that sure. second half as the offense waned. There was one sequence looking for a call on one end, doesn't get it off a three-point shot, and then gets called mm-hmm. for a foul on the attempt and uh, trying to read lips. I mean, you, you were there amongst all the beautiful people, as you pointed out, I mean, including yep. the great Danny DeVito. That's uh, right. What, what, <laughs> what you make of that, that, that part of it? I mean, gamesmanship, because game one coming out, everybody all complained about the Lakers and the free throw despair and you know disparity yeah uh, and then game two that evens up but you know trying to win points for next game or just uh saw the uh the bus coming down the uh down the street there. yeah so it's interesting i mean i think the lakers expected the whistle to like swing against them a little bit just sort of because of the talk after game one um i don't think they expected to not shoot a free throw for 22 plus minutes into the game right you know, I mean, like, like, but, but, look, I, I, I say that saying I wasn't, and, and we sit far away at Chase Center, but like, I didn't watch the game. I was like, oh, these guys are getting jobs. Like, I didn't feel that at all in the game either. Like, I thought the Warriors did a really good job forcing them to take jump shots. You know, you're taking a lot of 14, 15 footers, and the reason why the Warriors didn't shoot free throws in game one is because they shot 53 three pointers. You know, like that, that'll keep you off the line. Um, you know what I mean? And, and the Lakers were much more perimeter focused. They did not get downhill. They were unable to drive and they were unable, like their interior passing was just dreadful. And those factors combined, I think to like help contribute to that. Now, were, were they frustrated with the refs? Yeah, they were. Um, I kind of think that is a little misplaced. Um, 
but I think it was more sort of like, like I said, I think the expectation going into the game was like, you know, we're not going to get the same whistles that we got, you know, to start this series. And as that sort of came to fruition, they were like, oh, we knew this would happen. Like it was sort of that, that sort of vibe. Um, you know, moving forward, I think a lot of it is, is just like be the more physical team, be the team that like quote unquote hits first, you know, and if you do that, like you set the terms of the game. And the teams that do that are typically rewarded by the officials. Go ahead, Ryan. Yeah. That that point was, guys, total silence. (laughs) I was like, wow. Stunned. Well, you know what? I gave it to two one thousand. I'm like, all right, they're going to dump us, and we're going to start getting calls yeah, from engineers that Hello? Dan Wojcik just broke the broke the uh, time continuum right there. <laughs> hey, hey, Dan, what are you hearing behind the scenes about Rui Hachimura? It, was his uh, excellent play? Was this expected from him? Is everybody pleasantly surprised? Are there rumblings of, hey, you know, this is the guy we got to maintain moving forward? And yeah. is it like, well, we need to see more out of him? What, what are you hearing about Rui? So I can tell you guys this, right? Like, um, you know, the early kind of weeks of the Rui Hachimura experience in L.A. did not go well. Um, struggled to find a role. Um, inconsistent minutes. Some nights he started. Some nights he came up the bench. LeBron got hurt. Um, you know, like it seemed like he was going to come in and step up and shoot a bunch, and it just never really happened. I, I kind of think, and maybe this is assigning too much of this, I will tell you, like, the Lakers have, like, found a way to, like, tease him into, like, like before um, game one, like, Austin Reeves in the locker room was like, Rui, when's the last time you dunked on somebody? It's been a really long time. He's like, I think I've dunked on someone more recently. Like, you know, like their lockers and, and Rui like is laughing back and he's like, all right, all right, I'll get one. This like, I'll get one this series. I'll get one this series. And I think that they've just sort of found the right way to talk to him. And in addition to that, I think working with Phil Handy, who's a tremendous skills coach and, and just kind of being in a situation, look, if LeBron James empowers you, if Anthony Davis empowers you, like that does a lot for your confidence. And I also think playing in important games, you know, like this was a guy who was a uh, you know played in played in big games regularly at Gonzaga, um, who did not play in big games regularly with the Wizards, and I sort of think a combination of all of these things has sort of helped this guy, you know, be in this position now where it's hard to imagine the Lakers letting him walk, um, you know, but but you know that he could get a number, you know, you know, where where maybe it doesn't make sense. I mean, Darvin Ham has called him an All Star talent. Um, he's flashed that. I, I'm not sure I'm there. Actually, I'm, I'm I'm not there. Like, there's not that many all stars. But but you, <laughs> you, you but but you do watch him. You know, like like in game two, you watch him in the early parts of of the Memphis series, and you, you see a guy who like, I mean, he's six foot nine. He's gigantic. He's got huge shoulders um, and a really soft jump shot. Like, the, there's the list of players that are like that is like Kawhi Leonard, and then who else? You know, and I'm not saying he's Kawhi Leonard, but like physically, like you can yeah. see it. And, yeah, that's and, how I'm going to write it up, though. Yeah, yeah, right. Just tell the aggregators, <laughs> let them know, let them know that I just that let, I let them know that you threw it out there. Uh, Dan Wojcik, he's, he's Japanese Kawhi. Is, is, there but no. you go. But 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 I think that that you know obviously like he's a he's a he's a really talented player, and they've kind of figured out a way offensively to unlock some of it. Dan Wojcik, our guest, L.A. Times Monday guy, as he, he puts it out, at the Press right. Box Pox. There you go. At Dan Wojcik's 
Sports, where you find him on Twitter. Mike Harmon alongside Ryan Hollins. Jason Smith off tonight chasing Aaron Rodgers or trying to do some kind of prayer circle for the Knicks tomorrow. Um, Dan, I want to ask you this question. It's something uh, Dan Byer and I were talking about a little bit on our, our Sunday uh, sojourn here on Fox Sports Radio, that you, you started to see some – terms applied to the Lakers, not necessarily the Cinderella slippers, but that kind of thing. Hey, why not us coming from the deep seat? Like you got LeBron and AD, so I don't know how much that works for me, Uh, but what would constitute a success for this season? Or is it already there? I mean, I think it's already there, personally. Uh, No one will admit that. You know, but I mean, I do generally think like most teams would tell you winning a round in the playoffs is sort of like like a baseline, like you do that. And then anything that happens after that is sort of like the more, the better. Um, But I mean, look like this team had no vision and no future um, with Russell Westbrook on the team. And that's not a knock on Russell Westbrook. That's not going to having $47 million tied up in a player that didn't fit with what you were trying to do. And, you know, via the Hachimura trade, via the acquisitions of D'Angelo Russell, Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, um, getting the ball into Austin Reeves' hands more. Um, this is a team that has like a pathway into the future for the kind of basketball it can play as LeBron kind of moves past year 20. And as like, you, you know, I mean, this is a team that played pretty good when LeBron was here, um, you know, through Anthony Davis and stuff like that. Not, look, that's not the... The, the goal of this team is still to build around those two guys, but you know, like there's a really good chance that they have continuity for the first time, you know, ever in the LeBron Lakers era. And I think in, in that regard, this season's been an incredible success. Um, that being said, up one zero against the Warriors, you know, you take home court advantage. We'll see what happens, you know, in a massive game three tomorrow. Um, but but look, you go up two one, maybe even go up three one if you win your two home games like you're supposed to. Uh, yeah, not beating the Warriors would, would would be a big disappointment. And I think the Lakers have put themselves in a good position where it makes sense to talk about them as a team that could be a Western Conference finalist. And if you get there, then who knows what happens again. Um, they certainly have the pedigree and they have the talent at the top of the roster and the experience at the top of the roster. So, uh, I mean, I think, you know, all in, good year. I mean, like guys, I'm telling you, I, I was around this team two and ten. Um, I thought I would be in Cabo right now. Look at that! Now he's got dreams of Cabo, Maui, or something like that. You know, not me. Who am I kidding? I have, two, I have two little kids. I know exactly where I would be. I'd All right, be. I'll, I'll meet you down the road. We'll go have hot dogs and, and ponder right. the meaning of life. Uh, he's Dan Wojcik, our buddy, LA Times scribe. Find him on Twitter at Dan Wojcik Sports. Joins us here, Fox Sports Radio. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks so much. Uh, enjoy Game Three, and we'll talk to you again next week, huh? Guys, sounds good. See you guys soon, Ryan. Always a pleasure. All right, bro. The legendary Dan Wojcik. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith show with me, Mike Harmon. Jason Smith off tonight. He sounds sexy. Well, maybe he couldn't handle the fact that it's no longer Matt Harvey Day. Announced his retirement. Former Dark Knight. Member of the Mets rotation that was going to last forever. Wasn't it, Smith? Yeah, he hears me out there. No, Smith is off. So Ryan Hollins, 10 years in the league, uh, around the league now, working with the Houston Rockets, analyst for us here, Fox Sports Radio. Pleased to have him with us uh, at the Ryan Hollins. Uh, if you've got some questions, comments, uh, suggestions of what we're doing here this Friday, these things you'd like to know about the league. Uh, keep it clean. Uh, we are a family show. Uh, at Swollen Dome, where you find me, of course. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. You can bundle and save at Progressive.com. 
Com. As we look up at the scoreboard, Ryan, uh, some craziness as the Suns uh, had a huge lead over the Nuggets as you went into halftime. Like, all right, a little bit of breathe easier. Nope, nope, not so fast. 13-4 run for Denver here to make it a six-point game as we go upon eight minutes remaining in the third quarter. Crazy stat from the first half. Kevin Durant scored or assisted on 57 of the Suns' 67 points in that first half. Listen, this this is what you expected, and, and right now, the only thing that Phoenix is doing, they're just playing hard, and I, I, I guess if you're going to try to find the silver lining and not having Chris Paul on the floor, uh, they're better defensively, they're just speeding the game up, they're playing hard, they're competing, and I know from seeing Phoenix uh, two times this year over in Phoenix, man, that place gets loud. And there's a different energy there, but you got to expect that Phoenix is going to go out and and they're going to fight and compete, but like we talked about earlier, Kevin Durant's playing well, but this is Devin Booker. Devin Booker's got to be the guy to go out and have a big performance, and he's been pretty good so far. 12 of 15 from the field, 27 points. Durant, 5 of 19, but 11 of 12 from the foul line, adding six rebounds, five assists, plus eight on the night. That's all fine and good, box score reading. Uh, but the bench, uh, once again, that, that's where things get a, a little interesting for Phoenix, trying to steal some minutes uh, for Durant uh, as the game goes on. Uh, one I wanted to run past you, and everybody, you know, whatever job you have here uh, across this great landscape, United States and globally, we are a global show, of course, uh, off the iHeartRadio app. Patrick Beverly, in the middle of a podcast, dropped out, quote, most teammates I know who don't love basketball are the really blank and good ones saying that about half the league doesn't really love the game so i ask the general populace how much of you can really how many of you can really say you love your job you may love elements of it but at the end of the day it's about the paycheck for many many people the benefits that they get the long-term planning etc and for me this what didn't come as a, a huge shock it's something that i think i've, I've surmise from talking to people for years ryan does this strike you as uh, in line with what you've experienced in your ears around the league yeah but you gotta understand the context patrick beverly is obsessive about the game of basketball sure so when he's saying half the league doesn't love the game of <laughs> basketball he's saying you guys aren't crazy like me there, there there's at least half of you guys that are, are not willing to go back to the gym late at night you're still willing you're still out hanging out that that's what he's saying so he's not saying that hey these guys you know don't don't take the game serious they don't prepare they're saying you don't love it the way I love it. And, that obsessive next level. Yes, that's what you have to claim from that statement there. Now with Patrick Beverly, I mean, part of that would be to me, you know, running through that, and and it's not uh, meant to take away anything from his aptitude. Obviously, a nice long career and and some big moments in his NBA career, but a guy who's probably. Would we say not the um, the guys he's comparing and kind of calling out on, on this are the guys where it comes naturally to where maybe that extra reps in the gym, whatever, maybe they don't see the benefit of it versus, hey, I'm I'm fighting to stick around this league. It's a little bit of going on that kind of vein there, Ryan. You, you I, I, I think it's obviously you have to understand – you eat, sleep, and breathe basketball. 
And in the rigors of a season, if you want a break, if you're not built for it, if it starts to weigh on you, that's what Pat is talking about. And I've seen it from a lot of teammates. I, I mean, you got to understand – Basketball in the NBA or professional sports, just period, it becomes not just a game. It becomes life. I mean, mm-hmm. when you – and now the way that the season is set up, because there's less back-to-backs, but you play every other day. So you're either practicing or traveling, and these guys have to find a way to stay motivated. So, yeah, is there some frustration or sometimes these guys don't bring it the same way? He, he's absolutely correct. Well, and always remember, there's a lot of games down the stretch for many of these teams that don't have any quote-unquote meaning to the larger outside world. Uh, He's Ryan Hollins. I'm Mike Carmel. We'll continue this and more with the NBA playoffs and the Lakers next year on Fox. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.